0: A leading geneticist in the field, what in particular are you seeing come out of research that's informing us about genes and autism?
1: Right. So uh, we clearly don't understand all the causes of autism, but in uh, some of the patients, about 20% of patients, we are realizing that there are a large number of genes. The current estimates are really quite humbling to me in that it may be somewhere between four and 500 genes, um, all of which can cause what we call autism at this point. Um, and I can tell you on literally a daily basis with my own clinical patients, we are identifying those genes often, which uh, as I had talked about in my test, Head talk are not actually inherited changes, but things that actually start brand new with the child. Um, and so, in some cases, we do see that there are those new changes. In some cases, we are seeing inherited changes from one or both of the parents, but we're starting to get a much better idea of how the brain is connected, which of those genes work together, how they work together, um, how they're important in terms of how the brain develops as well as how it functions on a day-to-day basis. Um, and so, we're, we're in the process still of a lot of discovery. We certainly haven't finished all of our work, um, and it's clear that we're going to need a lot more individuals to participate with us to get this
0: all straightened out and understood. Absolutely, and I, one of the things that I was really struck by, and by the way, we want to encourage people to watch the entire TED Talk, but you, you just mentioned this idea of that it's genetic, but it isn't necessarily heredity. And that was fascinating to me because I always think of those two things as being interchangeable. If something is genetic, it means you inherited it, but you just said that it isn't always, that sometimes the child is the first one to have in the family to have that genetics, and so it's a mutation Right. So, you know, it's the typical thing that parents will say
1: when they come to visit me. They'll say, there's no way, Dr. Wendy, I'm so glad that I've met you, but I have no idea why I'm here because I have no family history of autism. It's just my son who has it. Um, so why should I be see, Why should I be here? I, I don't understand why I'm here seeing you. Um, and what we realize, as I said, is that when each of us has a child, our children are not perfect uh, sort of genetic copies of either the mother or the father, or even exactly both of them put together. That every time we have a child, there are about 20 places in our genetic material that are actually brand new, that are not inherited from the mom or the dad. Now in most cases, those 20 spots are not in places that are critical in terms of how the body develops or how the brain works. and so. We still end up looking pretty good and functioning pretty well, Um, that is that all those changes aren't problematic, but every once in a while, and that every once in a while is unfortunately about one in a thousand times, there is something that really has a profound effect in terms of how the brain works and how the brain functions. And that's what we're seeing in many cases of children or individuals with autism.